exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. Good evening. Welcome to a very, very special edition of the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM, the Impact East Lansing's only alternative MSU student-run radio. My name is Brad Brooks, and you've tuned in for a doozy. Tonight is the second anniversary of the Impact Movie Chat. We're uh, celebrating our second birthday here at the Impact Movie Chat. Two years ago today, we started rocking you out Impact style every Thursday night, and we have not stopped since, and we will not stop in the future no matter what your parents tell us to do. Uh, tonight's going to be a great show. We've got a lot of giveaways, some great things to give out. We're going to be talking about everything, all the, the, the mainstays of the show, the reviews, the previews, the information, Reverend's News. Those are happening tonight. So thank you very much for joining us. Phone lines are open and on the whole night, 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. Give us a call all night long. For our second anniversary, we have the ultimate topic, your top five Desert Island movies your top five directors. Give us a call with your top five movies of all time, your favorites. Let us know why you love them all night long. That's what we're doing here on the Impact Movie Chat. That number, once again, 432-3893. we got some great giveaways also. Uh, we're going to be giving away a couple of uh, gift cards to uh, viewer to go the... Uh, my favorite uh, video store. It's in Frandor. We're giving those away later on in the show. Also... We're giving away a special opportunity later in the show. Uh, it's a coffee date with the Reverend and a chance to be on the show. Uh, more information about that later on. Uh, that will be uh, courtesy of myself because I like giving away dates with the Reverend. I walk around <laughs> town all day. Give me that. Let me introduce my wonderful <laughs> panel here with me tonight. Uh, Alex. Alex Dowd. Just moved out of the dorms. That's right. You spent all right. day moving out of the dorms. Yeah. How did finals week treat you? Mm. I'm tired, but I'm good. I imagine. I'm, it's over. I'm good. It's, it's always bad when you have to finish your finals and move out of the dorms. Great to, Same great, day. <laughs> great to have you in, Alex Dowd, my right-hand man, the Reverend, in the house. Reverend, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How do you feel about this uh, coffee date that I'm giving away? I'm, I'm excited and frightened at the same time. Guess what? Too late. I've already announced it on the air. It's going to happen. There's no backing out of it now, baby. All right. And the keister. Andy Keist, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. I'm a little, I'm a little hungover from yesterday, which uh, <laughs> of the miles. Give it up for our right. uh, our NAFTA brethren, the, Mar- the, the Mexicans with their independence <laughs> from France. A lot yes. of people think it's from Spain, but it's from France. Yeah, let's be realistic here. But who didn't beat the French, right? At, from and gain their independence at one point. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to have you in. I'm glad your spirits are up, and you've got your top five directors and film list, which we'll be talking about later on. And a surprise, surprise, second week in a row. We're, uh, we're honored to have the host of Sitter Spin every Sunday night, 8 to 10 p.m., Noah. Noah, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? It's great to have you on. I was, it was a pleasure to have you on last week with our Sitter Spin crossover. Well, last week we did a very special edition of the Impact Movie Champs, a Sitter Spin edition. I think it's a, a, a nose finish. Who? What show was better? Oh, I, I'll, you know, I'm going to say, I thought Sitter Spin was pretty good last week. You like it? The Reverend and I were on. We talked about movie soundtracks. I'm going to say... We rocked your world. I'm just going to say that. Okay. <laughs> but it was both shows are great, and thank you very much for hanging out with us, and thank you very much for being on today. Yeah, in my hand right here. This is mine. The list. This he's shaking it, five. folks. Yeah. He is, it's a he's, Polaroid picture. He's got it ready. <laughs> hey, yeah. There you All go. All right. And once again, it's the second anniversary show of the Impact Movie Chat. Two years ago, we started rocking you out. So give us a call. 432-389-3. We're doing the mother of all lists, your top five movies list. 
That's it. That's all. I, that's all I have to say. Is that your top five movies and directors? Give us a call four three two three eighty nine three. We're also going to be doing some giveaways, as I said, some video gift cards to give away from myself and uh, a coffee date with the Reverend, which I'll explain later on. But that'll be given away at the end of the show to kind of cap it off. So, gentlemen, quickly, let's get into some reviews. Uh, we're in the spring. Well, technically, this week starts the summer season. Let's be realistic. Memorial Day no longer begins the summer. The summer begins the first week of May. So there's some stuff coming out. But in the last few weeks, we've endured the uh, crap that comes out in the spring and in the winter session, uh, including things like Envy, Mean Girls, Man on Fire, and Godsend. What was good? What was bad? Let's find out. Alps. You saw Godsend. I did. The latest week, Greg <laughs> Kinnear, uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos, mm-hmm. soon to be just Rebecca Romaine. She's leaving John mm-hmm. Stamos. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And <laughs> Bobby D, Robert De Niro, in another movie, in another bad movie, Alex? Yeah. Ooh, Bobby yeah. D in a bad movie. I can't believe this. Tell me how bad it was. Uh, well, pretty bad. Very silly. Um, but uh, sh- shall I summarize it real quick? The plot, basically. Um, no, it's not there funny. <laughs> there's, there's no plot. It's uh, a family loses their child. Uh, Bobby D comes up and says, "Hey, I'll clone him for you." They get the child. The child's evil. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> that's that's, that's done and done. Summer. That's, that's it's the second anniversary. We got a jam-packed show. No snaps. Um, no, it's it's pretty silly. Uh, it's I think there's an interesting idea hidden in this movie, but. The people who made it had no idea what it was. <laughs> so, we want to say something. Yeah. But not. we don't know what we want to say, yeah. so we'll just make it. Okay. So you just get a lot of really bad atmosphere and secondhand shocks from better movies. Basically, if you've seen an Evil Child movie, you've seen this movie. But at least at least some of those films had some good scares. This so, has so your recommendation is probably to stay away from Godsend yes. and rent The Good Son. Rent the good son. Rent <laughs> the shining, what you do is cemetery. Anything with an evil child that's not this sounds good. <laughs> All right, good son. Two thumbs down. Uh, Man on Fire. <laughs> we did a huge revenge show two weeks ago. We talked about the Punisher, Kill Bill two. Man on Fire came out. It's latest from Tony Scott. Uh, his collaboration with uh, Denzel Washington, with Rada Mitchell, and uh, of course Christopher Walken, and Dakota Fanning. They're creepy in their own way. <laughs> uh, Phil and Andy will check this out, gentlemen. How did you feel about Man on Fire? Let's race, race for the mic. No, go ahead, Andy. All right, well, <laughs> just real fast. I'm going to say um, I, I get Tony Scott is one of my guilty pleasures, I think. I do enjoy his movies. He's you love not, his brother, Ridley Scott. I love his brother, You're Ridley Scott. And, I also, and I'll say I like, like Tony Scott. I don't know okay. if I love him. But anyway, he's done some rawness before, for instance, Last Boy Scout and True Romance. He's gotten pretty bloody with those movies. And he does get pretty bloody with this one, too. Uh, real, uh, in a nutshell, I'm going to say it's worth seeing for the performance by Denzel Washington. Uh, and uh, even though people of uh, critics and, and the like have accused him of being typecast in the movie, I didn't think so at all. I think he creates character from top to bottom, as he always does. And it was it just went places that the Punisher wasn't willing to go, uh, right. as as far as violence and vengeance, that kind of thing. It was in the same it was in the same spirit with Lethal Weapon or Dirty Harry, almost. The plot makes no sense at all, okay. but I didn't care either. All right, so, so just enjoying the ride, right? Well, Reverend, does that sound correct? Yeah. It was uh, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, I love Denzel Washington. He was just as good as always in this. Um, I thought Mark Antony was pretty good in it too. A uh, pop star um, who was in Bringing Out the Dead and this. I don't know anything. I else. need to know. <laughs> he was good. He was good. Um, uh, it has every movie like has a weird gimmick now. This had the s- subtitles, subtitles <coughs> that were in the middle of the screen and like. 
at there was like like there was a person talking the subtitles would be like next to their head i thought that was interesting mm-hmm. it's a little different and, and subtitles for people who are speaking english even though the movie takes place in mexico city right at certain Ooh. parts which is weird. All right. It's almost well, like, let's get out of here, and then let's get out of here. I'm, on you know, I'm a subtitle purist, so this movie's on my list. Okay? <laughs> I like my subtitles at the bottom of the screen, out of the way, so I can watch the action. Uh, so That's, I'm my, the, quick, uh, the quick rundown, the fill rundown of this movie, it's, it's good. Is it two and a half hours good? I don't know about oh, that. Oh, two and a half hours. Two and a half. I, wow. well, I, got out, I had no idea. I got out of the movie. I was like... Damn, <laughs> that is a I long lost movie. Some, I lost some time out of my life. Yeah. Cut the fat Tony Scott. Right, that's the lesson we've learned. But enjoyable. But so, yes, yeah. yeah. If you're looking for a revenge flick right now, say no to the Punisher, which everyone else in America has done, <laughs> and check out Man on Fire. You're listening to Impact Movie Chat here on 89 FM. The Impact. It's our second anniversary show. Giveaways galore later on. We're doing reviews right now. If you've seen uh, God Center, Man on Fire, give us a call. We're also going to talk about Envy and Mean Girls right now. Give us a call, 432-3893. Our topic tonight, top five movies, top five directors. It's the, it's the granddaddy of all this. Your Desert Island top five. Give us a call. Mean Girls. All right. I saw Mean Girls. I did the review on this one. Uh, I saw Mean Girls over the weekend. It's the uh, Tina Fey written uh, film. Uh, by the director of Freaky Friday, the new Freaky Friday, starring Lindsay Lohan once again. Uh, and I will admit, I am of the scores of uh, young 20-somethings <laughs> who are slightly creeped out that they find Lindsay Lohan kind of cute. <laughs> yes, a couple weeks ago I admitted I like Nina Vardalos. I have a crush on her. <laughs> Creepy. Yes, I understand. I have a crush on Lindsay Lohan. Creepy in its own way. Totally separate. I'm a the creep. same way. The same way men our age uh, a few years ago had that crush on Natalie Portman in the professional. Yeah, exactly. But we're afraid to admit it. But at the time, I was <laughs> 14 okay. when that movie came out, so it was okay for me to have a crush. On she was 12. <laughs> I was 14. If we went to the same high school, it could technically work out. I'm just gonna say. All right. But yes, Lindsay Lohan is like 17 years old, and I'm a dirty old man at 23, apparently because of it. Uh, but I blame Hollywood. Not myself. Thank you. Mean Girls, basically, uh, Lindsay Lohan plays a homeschooled child who lived in Africa. Her parents were researchers. Comes back, they throw her into high school, and guess what? I don't know if you know this, but high school isn't a pretty place to be. Uh, there are a lot of people who do a lot of backstabbing and talk behind each other's back. I don't know about you guys, but that doesn't seem like the high school I grew up in at all. <laughs> Everyone grew up in, like, you know, it was so, you know, helpful and, and pleasant with each other in a field of daisies. <laughs> Not really. Everyone hated each other. So this, is a, I thought, was a very fun time. A script by Tina Fey, who's the head writer and anchor on Weekend Update on SNL, Saturday Night Live. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Good times. Fey was great. Uh, Tim Meadows was great. I actually like Lindsay Lohan. It, it fuels my crush on her. Um, and I enjoyed, the, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. I thought it was a great time. Um, Phil, you were at the showing. Yes. I saw you there. I didn't get to talk to you afterwards. How did you feel about Mean Girls? Um, well, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I definitely, I think I'm going to be like on the lower end of enjoying it. I definitely didn't like it as much as other people I've talked to. Um, I just based on Tina Fey writing it, and also it's based on the book uh, Queen Bees and Wannabes, yes. which is like a sociological, you know, an analysis of high school cliques. I thought like the humor would be a little smarter. I guess I don't know. There's a, but there's a lot of just like cliched characters in it. Um, a lot of a lot of pratfalls for no yes. particular reason. I actually thought Tina Fey was pretty bad as an actress. Honestly, um, I thought Tim Meadows was good. I, I, I agree. That Tim Meadows was good. I I like Tina Fey, but okay. Um, uh, Lindsay Lohan was good. I don't know. Like overall, I enjoyed it. But like people who saw it before me were like, "This is the new Clueless." 
um, I definitely like Clueless a lot more than this movie. Now, I, will, I will say my my girlfriend agrees with that. Okay, that that that, that statement that it's a new Clueless that's right in there with Heather's and all these others about these other movies about high school about the cliques and how the separation in high school is. Uh, she thought she agrees that this will be a big thing for the next generation. Uh, Clueless is if we have to look at almost ten years old. Right. You know, it's yeah. it's been around. It's been around for a while. It's the next film in that line. Heather's was. You know, six, seven years before Clueless, that was at that time. So Mean Girls might be the new uh, expose on clicks and the separation in high school. And for the moment, be the hot movie. I, I thought it was a fun time. Andy, how did you feel about it? I'm gonna, well, I think the comparisons between Mean Girls with uh, Clueless and Heathers are warranted. Although those three movies couldn't be any more different. Except for the fact that, I mean, the only thing they have in common is they're all set in high school. Yes. Right. And are about girls. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with the two of you. Uh, Mark Waters is a director that's surprised me, really. Um, I didn't think I was going to like this a whole lot, and it surprised me. And then I did some back cataloging with his uh, remake of Freaky Friday, and it's a lot better than I thought that would be. Too. That is, that's actually pretty good. I'm 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 slightly saddened to have to say that, but yeah, the fr- last year's Freaky Friday is pretty good. Yeah, it's cute. It's a fun time. It's a great family film. And and the word yeah. Cute is the word I'm using to describe Mean Girls, I think. And that's, that's uh, correct. It's appropriate. I'll just um I'll just, I'll bring up one thing. The I thought the acting by the young people in in the movie was actually pretty good. Yep. Uh, two people. There's uh, an actress named Lizzie Kaplan who plays Lindsay Lohan's uh, goth friend. She was uh she play if fans of Freaks and Geeks out there, if you're listening, she is the disco girlfriend on Freaks and Geeks. So I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, there's also an actor named Dan uh, Francese, who was the who is the heavy set gay friend in the movie and was in Larry Clark's film Bully. And uh, I do like him a lot, very much, uh, in both of those movies. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, the script by Tina Fey. I thought was it's not as smart as it could be, I suppose. But you, it, while you watch it, there are you can you'll notice that there are so many ways it could have gone bad and just become another raunch fest, which it didn't. And uh, I've heard that the original script by the uh, face script actually was going to get an R rating because of risque material in it. Delicious. And so, yeah, oh, wait, I would, I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been uh, fun. All right. But, uh, yeah, just to have a PG 13 movie makes more sense, obviously. Excellent. All right. But, so mean girls uh, thumbs up all around, you know, to varying degrees. I enjoyed it to cute to not bad. So, <laughs> uh, mean girls, it gets, it gets a positive, uh, yeah. here. Uh, also, uh, envy, uh, the film with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. If you're a little surprised that this movie just jumped out in the theaters and didn't really know anything about it, because it was filmed by Barry Levinson, uh, Diner, Sphere, other movies, uh, be them good or bad. Uh, and it was shelved for a year because it was so bad. Or at least that's what Hollywood wanted to tell us. Well, they finally decided to capitalize on Jack Black's school of rock cred and Ben Stiller's uh, kind of cred from Duplex, House, uh, Along Came Polly, and uh, Starsky and Hutch. Not the best movies in the world, but to bring it out, and I will say, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Noah, you checked okay. out Envy. And well, I want to know how you felt about it. Yeah, here, here's how I do my uh, rating system. Because I, <laughs> I think it's important in, in, my, in how I understood this movie. Um, basically, I look at a movie how much money I would want back. 
And the, the nice thing about that, it's relative. So as inflation goes up, the, the, the system is relatively, it's, it's sound. Okay. So, so I come to this movie, and I, I think we all had this experience where we had these passes because um, of the impact we receive kind of like media passes sometimes. So uh, two free passes to go see this. Um, and because of that, because I didn't pay anything to go see it, um, I don't necessarily want any money back, so it's a 10. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's a, that default. Movie's a 10 by it's default. A perfect movie. <laughs> it's a, yeah. you're, so you're willing to watch the worst piece ever. If it's free, it's okay. Well, I didn't know it at the time. I'm just, I, but I have to give it a ten because it, I can't ask for money right. back that I didn't. That's pay. where your system falls. Well, let's just say, I'm sorry. Let's just say, no. Theoretically, you paid X amount of money to see it. I guess the I man, I I was trying to think of myself how envious because I I think everyone has jealousy or envy, envy towards other people for whatever reason. Yes. And I certainly do. I'm not a perfect person. I just, it wasn't believable. I just didn't really see how he got really angry and I'm all about being angry. And, but I just, <laughs> there's so many things that, um, just didn't fit in with normal life and it wasn't a fantasy movie by any means. So, uh, for that reason, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't like that aspect of it. And that's what the movie was titled. Uh, so the, the film was envy. I thought it was unfunny. It's supposed to be a comedy. You're, you're pairing up Stiller and Black. How can you go wrong with these two comedy geniuses? Uh, and, Very and the wrong, apparently. Tell you apparently, they, if you have a bad script and Barry Levinson at the helm, it's very <laughs> easy to do. Uh, no charisma between these two characters. Uh, even uh, you know, Jack Black trying to break out of the shell of the character he's in to give you a good time doesn't work. Stiller doing his uptight uh, actor quality still doesn't work in the film. Usually what these guys play on, they play on your strengths and... Levinson didn't allow it. The Levinson and the script didn't allow him to either. I thought Envy was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in the theater. Wow. I would ask for all my money back, <laughs> then punch the manager of the movie theater in the head. That's how much I hated this movie. I need my, I need my $5, and I need you to stand there while I clock you. This was a really bad movie to the extent where after about a half hour, I'm like, wow, this is a really long movie. But hadn't realized it was only a half hour. It seemed like it was taking forever, and there was no plot. There is a plot, I will admit that. But it meanders and takes so long to get to you that you just want to die. You know what? The, the one redeeming aspect about it, though, was Christopher Walken. Yeah. And you can't, you can't fault the man. Strangely, Christopher Walken, as his, as being typecast as the crazy, loose cannon, like, weird guy in the film. He's delicious. It's one of his better weird guy, you know. You know, performances. You know, mm -hmm. much better than him and Joe Dirt. I'm just gonna say that. The nice thing about it is that, um, you know, usually you go down with the entire ship. It, you know, the whole cast goes down with the bad <coughs> movie. Christopher Walken. I walked out of go. I walked out of there going, that was a bad movie. Except for Christopher Walken. That's not his fault. <laughs> I'm gonna no. say even. I'm gonna say even Walken got boring towards the end for me. Overused. But. Yes. Okay. Enough of that movie. That movie sucked. Wait a minute, Reverend. How did you we feel gotta about talk it? about it too? I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Oh my <laughs> I'm god! Sorry. Holy. I oh, we it, have. A, oh. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I honestly, I just put it in the mediocre pile. Ooh. But also, uh, yeah, similar to Noah, I have a way of rating movies, especially comedies. The rating system is: Did I laugh? Um, the answer for this is: I, This movie, I laughed more than Mean Girls. Um, wow. I, I think Mean Girls is a better made film, but I thought this was funnier to me. I was well, you got to gotta consider, are you laughing with the movie or at the movie? With it. Okay. I, see, I yeah. laughed during Envy, but I laughed at it. Right. Yeah. There, is, there, are, there were no jokes that were funny, I thought, in the script. The only thing I thought was funny was the music, mm -hmm. which 
Sounds, it sounded like Leon Redbone, but I'm yeah. sure it wasn't. It's, it just was very, very strange. And not really great in itself, but funny to laugh at. Wow, this movie is that bad. It's okay, over the here's, here's what this movie is. This movie is, somebody's listening to this show, and they're like, wow, these guys really hate this movie. This movie must suck. And then eventually, years from now, they watch it, and they're like, oh, that was okay. It had some laughs. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to say not, it's I, not like the worst movie of not, all time. Yeah, I understand it's not the worst movie of all time, but <laughs> for comedies, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I'm going to say it's okay. not the worst Whatever. movie I've ever seen, but it's the worst movie I've seen so far this year. Maybe that'll change uh, in <laughs> the months to come, and it probably and it very well may. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. My primary reason for seeing it is because Rachel Vice was in it, and she was and, delicious. Yes, she yeah, was delicious. Done, and, and it was free. Barry Levinson, so. you know, who, the guy who made Wag the Dog can't be all that bad. No, but so. If you look at his filmography, this was, some of it is this, this was still pretty terrible, though, I'm yes. going to say. All right. You'll see the Impact Movie Chats, our second anniversary show. Very excited. Phone lines are open 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. We're going to talk. We're moving on to reviews. We're going into our topic tonight. It's the granddaddy list. Desert Island Top 5 Movies, your five favorite movies of all time. Give us a call, 432-3893. We're going to start with Alex. Oh. Start with mm-hmm. me, eh? Yeah, we're going to start with you. Do it. Okay. Um, well, you sprung this on me kind of recently, I must say. You've Mr. had enough Brooks. time to think about it. But uh, everyone, yeah, Alex, I'll let you know, everyone's got their top five in their head. They've thought about it. It's come up in discussion at the coffee shop. Well, you see, I'm, okay. the, I'm the weird guy who kind of has trouble coming up with, with a top five of this magnitude. Like, you tell me top five movies you saw last week, I'll give you a list, you know, or even of the year. But, like, when somebody says something like top five of all time, that's tough for me. I just, it's, it's, it's a daunting task. It is. Because, well, you know, you want different movies for different moods and, you know. I mean, but I have come up with a five. Okay. So I'll show yeah, up still, still you've done it, so yeah. that's good. Um, All right. Give it to us, baby. Give it to us. Okay. Jaws. <coughs> Great. Are these in any order? By the no, no. Okay. These are that's unranked. the way, that's the way okay. it should be. They're unranked. Yeah. Oh, these okay. are just cool. five movies I love. That's fine. They can Jaws. Be um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Excellent. Uh, Twelve Angry Men. Excellent. Yeah. That movie's great. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Excellent. Love that movie. And Do the Right Thing. Wow. Well, going good until that one. Right yeah. There. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I know not, Phil hates Do the Right Thing. Yes, I do. I, I hate Do I the Right Thing, it. but I, I'm not going to scoff and be like, that movie's bullshit. Okay. Like, Do the Right Thing is still well made, and people love that movie. I'm okay. just not a fan, but hey, I respect your choice. I love it. Spike, well, Lee's, Spike Lee's done a lot worse than Do the Right Thing, believe me. Yes. Yes, and thankfully I've been able to stay away from those. <laughs> okay. I would argue that everything he's done other... I mean, well, no, not everything is bad, but everything Every, that he's done lesser. is worse than Do the Right that's Thing. His, that's his peak. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that, that happens in a, yeah. in a director's career. For the most part, they have a, they have a short period to do their mm-hmm. best work, and then downhill. We're going to be talking about directors later on, so okay. we'll see if anyone comes up with a director that was once great. And then turn into Barry Levinson. Uh, <laughs> Phone lines are open 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. We're talking top five movies of all time. Your top directors, too. Give us a call. Second anniversary show. And right now, we're going to give away one of those video to go gift cards. These are from myself. It's I love video to go. I uh, And the Reverend and Andy work there. Mm-hmm. And Alex works there. Sorry, Alex. You're, Don't forget me, Brad. You're, you're a newer addition to the Video Go family, True. so I forget you sometimes. But uh, so if you ever want to see the Reverend, just like shoot the stuff with him. The he's, stuff. Yeah, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say the phrase, but we're not allowed to on the air. <clears throat> if you want to hang out with the Reverend, he's that Video to Go. Um, <laughs> right I have now, a gift card to give away right there. now. Caller number one to four three two three eighty nine three is going to get a gift card, complimentary of myself. I'm uh, giving you a gift card. To VTG in Frandor, four three two three 
888-432-8938-893. Give us a call, 432-3893. Speaking of the Reverend, Reverend, yeah, yeah. what is your top five movies? Top five movies. Okay. Um, to be slightly pretentious, which is okay. not my usual thing. It's, not your, it's not your bag, but it's I, allowed. I've got a top three, and then I'll throw two more in. I okay. like that. I like because that. three of them are my favorite movies, and then the last two are some of my favorite movies, but are interchangeable with others. Um, the I top like three are 2001 A Space Odyssey well by Stanley Kubrick, 12 Angry Men by Sidney Lumet, and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark by Steven Spielberg. Brilliant. Your list, done. I don't want to talk to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Best list. Great list. Okay, so that's your top three. Yeah. The two others that I throw on there, which are definitely my top ten, you know. Depends on mood, would possibly, which one's in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, Sergio Leone, uh, Clint Eastwood Western, which is awesome. And Unforgiven, directed and starring Clint Eastwood. Great. Nice. Yeah. Great movie. One, definitely will say Unforgiven, one of the best movies of the 90s. Brilliant film. Yeah. Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, one of the best Westerns of all time, if not one of the best films of all time. Excellent list of reverend. Thank you. Nice choices. Excellent. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about tonight. Second anniversary show. We decided we're going to go basic. We're going to the granddaddy list. We're taking your top five of all time here on the Impact Movie Chat. Give us a call, 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. Give us a call with your top five list of all time. Those five movies that if you're stuck on a, you're stranded on a desert island, you have to have to make it through to the end of your days. Also, your favorite directors. Give us a call, 432-3893. Plus, later on the show, we're going to be giving away an, I'm going to be giving away another uh, gift card to VO to go. Also, as I mentioned earlier, a coffee date with the Reverend. Uh, basically, what happens is I'm giving away a, a personalized one-hour coffee date uh, to a local uh, East Lansing uh, coffee bar. With the Reverend, you get an hour with the Reverend chatting up. You get to pick his brain about films, find out what the makes the Reverend tick, and also you get a chance to be on the show by picking up that date with the Reverend. You get to come on the Impact Movie Chat, sit in with our panelists, the Reverend Andy and Alex, and hang out for the uh, hour and let us know what you feel about films. Question, Brad? Yes. Can panelists win the contest? <laughs> Alex, it's time you need to get over your man crush on the Reverend. I oh, try. It's so I hard say, though. We'll get you some help. But we're gonna give that way, later away in the show uh later on in the show. So stick around for that. I'll I'll let you know uh when we're giving away that the coffee date with the Reverend, courtesy of myself, and the chance to be on the show. Uh and that video to go gift card, as I mentioned, the second one. Uh but give us a call. Top five directors, four three two three eighty nine three. Once again, four three two three. Eight nine three. Andy, your top five. Well, Brad, I actually don't have a top five. I've tried over oh, and over again lies. to lies. come up to come up with a solid five, but I have a top three for you, and then I have an amorphic two to grow on. Like the an, well, an amorphic four or five after that right. that are pretty much interchangeable. My favorite movie of all time, and people who know me know this, is Raiders of the Lost Ark yes, by Steven movie. Spielberg. It's been, it's my favorite movie ever since childhood. Uh, number two would be Superman by Dick Donner, also a favorite from childhood. Who did Goonies, which is a great movie, too. Yes, yeah. and Lethal Weapon, yeah. which is also a fun movie. Uh, <coughs> the best comic book movie there ever, there ever was or will be. Uh, and number three is Raging Bull by Martin Scorsese. And that was a favorite of mine when I first started to take movies seriously and start really get into them a lot and uh, consider them more as an art form in addition to being entertainment. And I don't know if I had to choose two other ones, 
Uh, there's a movie, a gangster movie from the 60s called Shoot the Piano Player, which I like. It's very funny. It's a gangster movie and a spoof of gangster films. And, I don't know, for a number five, looking at looking at these movies, I'd probably have to go with Witness by Peter Weir. Also right. starring Harrison Ford. Oh, Witness. Yes. Excellent. A couple but, Ford vehicles yes, in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it is, a- it, granted, uh, keep in mind, it is interchangeable with The Third Man and Das Boat and some other films, oh, too. So that's Yeah, there's some good ones. Man, The it's, Third Man is yeah, good. That's what we're going to say tonight. Uh, that's that's one thing I'll let you know. I think The Third Man is a, it's a film I hadn't heard of and didn't really know about. But I think of movie classics, it's one of those under-the-radar movie classics. It's not mentioned in within the pantheon of everything else. The Third Man, I'm just going to state this, and you can quote me on this. Is the bomb? Yeah. The third man is a brilliant film by mm-hmm. Carol Reed. It's it's an excellent film. We'll see if it sticks around. We got a caller. Let's go to the caller. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? I'm doing great. How good. are you tonight? We're doing great. Good, good. Let's see. My top five are going to have to be 2001. Excellent uh, choice. Casablanca. Excellent choice. Good. Reverend doesn't like it, but it's a good movie. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a little older than the Reverend. It's okay. The Re- <laughs> let's face it. The Reverend's not right all the time. <laughs> Casablanca is brilliant. Thank I make you. mistakes. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> the Unforgiven. Nice. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, number four is a little off the wall. Rutger Hauer movie, Blood of Heroes. Mm. Ooh. I'm, yeah, I'm glad someone mentioned the Hauer. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a movie I can't get my housemate to watch but it's one i can just keep watching over over again that's a top five movie if you can watch it over and over and still love it that's a top five movie that's where i am on that and the searchers john John wayne john ford classic classic western excellent (laughs) choices gotta love them it's uh one of those games that the housemate and i play are the okay what's your movie tonight and Usually we do a dead actor night. Nobody can be left alive in the movie. You know, all the actors have hmm. to be dead. I, I like <laughs> your style. Huh. Yeah. Well, when you when you're pushing fifty, you do what you can do. Right. <laughs> That's, there, there are a lot of people who you know that are dead. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> true. Yeah. What, what would you say your favorite director is? Um, I really like John Ford. John Ford. Uh, nice. I really like his movies. His, his westerns are great. Uh, Scorsese. I enjoy his works. Spielberg, for the most part, uh, yeah, kind of all over the board with it. Well, that's cool. that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, thank you very much for giving us a call. Oh, I thank you. Hey. I truly enjoyed it. I'm glad, and we'll listen to you some more. All right, thank thanks you. for all right. thanks for tuning in. Take care. All right, have a good evening. All right, you're listening to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89 FM, the Impact Second Anniversary Show, top five movies of all time, your favorite directors. Give us a call. Phone lines are open, 432-3893. we got some giveaways. Uh, we're going to do a, a video gift card in a little bit, plus a uh, coffee date and a chance to be on the show later on. Would you like to have coffee with the Reverend? I know I would. Would you like to be on the Impact Movie Chat? Of course you would. Give us a call <laughs> later on in the show. Not right now, but later on when I give you the cue. Second anniversary show, Impact Movie Chat, rocking you out. Noah. Well, if first, I'd like to say that I've shared a burrito at one time with the Reverend, and if that's and, any, and, and it was fantastic. And, and, to, get, and to give you a nugget, it, that took an hour too. Uh, I'm just gonna say the Reverend is the slowest eater I've ever known. I'm I the can, slowest eater I've ever known. You, yes, you can definitely get your money. Yes, yes, he takes forever to eat a taco. <laughs> okay, um, my top five, and this is I, I, 
kind of like Alex, it's, it, it was hard for me because um, I'm not going to lie to you. This is you know, movies are not my life, but I love hanging out with you. Oh, good. And I love talking, so it, it <laughs> so it works out. Things roll together. <laughs> but the the thing that I do appreciate is um, not so much animation, but um, I, cartoons, any kind of uh, more fun, lighthearted <coughs> type. Uh, uh, movies. So what I try to do is give it a little more direction and, and pick kind of a more animation side of movies. So um, I have my top five. I wanted to mention just briefly some of the other ones that didn't make the list. Uh, Secrets of Nim, which I, I love that movie, but hey, yeah, but nice. that's not on the list. See, this is how oh, good the list is. That's not on the list. That's um, how good the list is. Uh, that, uh, one that was going to be, I wanted to bring a foreign film, but it didn't make on the list. So it was Pr- Princess um, Mononoke. 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 Okay. Sorry. Right. So I'm sorry. I'm not good with pronunciations, but I do like that movie. And it shows you it, must love it since you don't yeah, know how to pronounce obviously. it. Um, yeah. Toy Story actually didn't make the list. Uh, there's a reason for that. But Toy Story is That's a great a good one. Transformers, another one. So here now is the top five. Orson Welles' last yes. job yeah. as the voice of as the planet. Planet-eating robot, yeah. Yes, of course. Brilliant. <laughs> so here it is. Um, the first one in no particular order is Last Unicorn. I think this is a movie that I grew up with, and it's a movie that I can watch over and over again. It's haunting. I've not, uh, 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 The idea of animation being haunting is uh, kind of odd to me, but it is. So that makes it on. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas as a kind of a, a claymation. It's that is, not that is haunting. Know. Yeah, so that's another good one. And it's just a beautiful, a beautiful movie. Tim Burton, great. Um, my art slash abstract movie, Fantasia, which is oh. uh, just, uh, it was taking, you know, music music artists and putting them together with visual artists. Kind of great idea. Good stuff. Uh, my kind of musical, because I love musicals, South Park. Which Ooh, I think nice. doesn't get a lot of credit for the movie it is. It's a movie that gets absolutely better every time I see it. Yes. Um, people just think it's too offensive, but that's ridiculous. And well, it is offensive, but you can never be too offensive. Yeah. I, don't, I think they're being offensive in a good way. So that's yeah. number four. Uh, the, the fifth one is kind of my documentary slash uh, indie cred film, and that's Waking Life, Waking which I Life. think is a, a, right. a great movie, which I didn't find out till I lived in the uh, co-op system here <laughs> in the East oh, Lansing. Yes. Yeah, that screams indie. So <laughs> those are my five. Uh, and, and do you want the directors now? Are we, are we well, waiting? we'll do directors later on. I like okay. your choices. I'm still upset you didn't have Akira on there. You know, I, I dropped Akira. I wanted to do a different... Because Akira's too easy. You you with your list. You Even though it's too easy I and the obvious choice... I want to be pretentious. Someone like has to else. throw out the obvious choice. Akira rocks you out. I'm learning from the, the reverend. Well, it, you know it hurts me that you didn't put Transformers on there. You I, thought yeah. about it and you, you didn't like, put it on there. You mentioned it like offhand. Well, I could have put Transformers on there, but I decided not to. But other than that, good list. Good list. Thank you. Excellent. Give us a call, 432-3893. We got a caller on the line. How are you doing? You're on the Impact Movie Chat. Hi. Um, okay, for foreign films and animated films, uh, this is kind of my list. Um, I was listening to some of the movies that you guys were mentioning, and I agree totally. Um, Akira is definitely uh, on my list. Ran. I don't know if you guys know about that. It's not animated, but it's no, a really it's good movie. brilliant Kurosawa oh, film. Yeah. It's awesome. Reverend loves it. It's his favorite Kurosawa. Yeah. Um, Titan AE, definitely. <laughs> Uh, Princess Mononoke. I actually saw that before it came into the theaters about a year earlier. The uh, anime club that I was involved with at another university had it imported, and we watched it um, kind of in an um, amphitheater auditorium style. So it's kind of cool to see it on a a smaller big screen. Sure. Um, What else? Other movies... I can't think of any other animated ones I was going to mention now. Well, you can, you can uh, mention any. This is your, this your Desert Island top five. That's what the topic is. So, your favorite, your top five favorite movies. You don't have to do what Noah did and limit yourself. <laughs> it can be all all genres, non-English, silent films, animation, claymation, whatever you want. It's anything. 
Um, Bringing Up Baby would definitely be one of those. Okay. That's All a right. cute movie. That's a movie I've forgotten about. That is a good flick, yeah. So Without, is that five? I, I think so. Yeah, sure. Thanks okay. for dropping by. Sweet. Take care. Uh, let, let your listeners know about the uh, IMD database, and if there's anything you guys are missing, bring it up and let them know about the directors that you might have mentioned or... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! IMDb. It's the Internet Movie Database, best website you can go to find all the information you want. So thanks for giving us a call. Yep. Take care. Andy, just to connect his list with mine, uh, uh, Christopher Reeve has said when he was developing the character of Clark Kent, he based it on uh, Cary Grant in Bringing Up Baby. Ah. So if you're a Superman fan, you might want to check that out. That's what you got. We got another call online. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? Good, yourself? We're doing great. All right. Uh, yeah, I got to start off my list with uh, Tokyo Godfathers. Okay. Tokyo Godfathers. Is that good? It's awesome. It uh, just, just blows my mind how good it is. Nice. So, uh, uh, running out the list, we got Tombstone. Uh, go with Kung Pao, Enter the Fifth. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Rock. Yeah, another Princess Mononoke on there. That well, that's fun. Okay. It's a good movie. And uh, Run Lola Run. Run Lola Run. Tom Tickfer. You enjoy that one. It's very good. I, I liked it. It's it's a it's kind of the ADHD uh, film of all best film of all time. But I enjoy that one. I really enjoy the uh, the energy of that uh, of Run Lola Run. So good choices. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks for dropping by. All right. See, that's that's three picks already for Princess Mononoke yes. over Akira. So only one person's mentioned Akira. So. It was a good choice not to put it on my list. Oh. Screw you all. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, you'll listen to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM, the Impact second anniversary show. We're rocking you out for the second year in a row. We're doing a little birthday special for ourselves. Yay. Uh, we got prizes to give away, uh, gift cards in a bit and other things. But give us a call, 432-3893. We're doing our top five list. This is your Desert Island top five. The five movies that are essential. You cannot get away from these movies. You love them. Give us a call. We have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Hey, good. This is Aaron from Lansing. How are you doing, Aaron? I have, I'm doing so good. Excellent. Congratulations on the anniversary. Thank you very much. We've been, we, you know, we do our best to try to rock you out every I'm, week. Consider myself rocked. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear that you've been rocked. Well, so, I just, I have a top two and I guess three list. And I don't feel the need to defend it. You shouldn't. So I'll just say it. Do it. First off, Monster Squad. I don't know nice. if you guys remember that one. <laughs> yes. Wolfman's Got Nards. You yep. know that one? Yep. That, <laughs> I, that, that would just keep me, keep me alive. That would give me a reason to live, knowing that each day I get to watch that movie again. <laughs> Another one on that same uh, vein would be Black Belt Jones, uh, starring Jim Kelly, not the quarterback, but, you know, the, the martial arts guy. Okay, and that was, uh, I think, a highly underappreciated '70s black exploitation kung fu flick. All right, um, there are a lot of those. Yeah, well, there there may be a lot of them, but this is head and shoulders above the rest. Head, That's shoulders, and afro above the rest. Black Black Belt Jones. <laughs> black Belt Jones. All highly right. recommended. Uh, the student. Oh gosh! At, at least when I went to when I was living on campus, they had it at Holden at the. Uh, you know, the movie rental place. Ah, okay. And actually, unlike the copy in my hometown, this had sound for the first five minutes. I didn't realize there actually was sound for the first five minutes. <laughs> wow. Our copy wow. didn't have it. It was like Artie or something. <laughs> and um, my last one for a desert island, I would have to say Castaway just for the irony. 
Ah, nice. <laughs> fair enough. Excellent. And you can relate to it, too. Exactly. I mean, it, once again, it would give you a reason to live so you could find that big Russian ship or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would, it would give you helpful information that, you know, well, yeah, coconut I mean, you know, juice you, is a laxative, you know. Right, and if you're lonely, look for a beach ball. I mean, there's, there's so many survival tips in there. Cre- create your own friends. That's what that, right. sh- that movie tells us. Any others on your list? I, I think that's all I would need to live on a desert island. All right. Well, excellent. I mean, there's, there's no need to pack extra, you know? You're done. Yes, I am. I am spent. Thank you very much for stopping in. All right, thanks. And uh, we're glad we've rocked you. Yes, I'm, I'm still rocked. Excellent. Well, keep listening. We'll rock you some more. All right. All right. Take care. You'll see Impact Movie Chat second anniversary show, birthday show. I'm not really sure what we should go with, but I'm gonna say anniversary. Anniversary is good. Anniversary is good. Full lines open four three two three eighty nine three. Is wood the second anniversary? <laughs> is that the gift? Is wood papers the first? Papers first. So wood. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. We're long enough from diamonds or anything yes. like that. So. Well, we'll see. Uh, that's 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 pushing the limit. But <laughs> all right, later in the you've show, stalled enough. It's time for your list. Oh, all right. My list. <laughs> you got to call our line. Call or hold on. I'll get you in a minute. Okay, my list. Now we'll go to the caller. Caller, you're on the Impact Mood Chat. How you doing? You're on the Impact Mood Chat. How you doing? Hey, hello. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. This is Mendo. I didn't know you were talking to me. Mendo! Mendo! I don't know the doing? names of the people who are calling in. Sorry. Oh, that's cool, man. Hey, happy anniversary. You guys do a great show. Mendo, thank you. You're great. And, and Mendo, you're an impact person here. You're one of the best DJs we got. And you rock us out right after the show, right? I, well, occasionally. I have been missing some uh, episodes of The Basement for work out of town, which I'm halfway to Mount Pleasant right now, and, and that sucks. But thank you for flattery. We'll get you everywhere. And uh, as your anniversary gift, I will give you wood next week. Sounds <laughs> sounds like a plan. Ring a ding ding. Thanks, man. Right. I've got I've got some movies for you. All right, kick it. All right, I am not a movie aficionado like you all are, but this is what I'm kicking down to you. In in no particular order, I had to call in because I heard Noah take one of mine, which was a Waking Life, great flick. So I, I'm not going to use that one. I'm going to say Orgasmo. All right. Super Troopers, Office Space, nice. Four Rooms, and uh, the last caller just just sparked a, uh, an idea in my head. I'm going to throw Dolomite in there. <laughs> Dolomite, yes. yes. One of the so, uh, one of the granddaddy best black exploitation films you'll ever find. Indeed, indeed. So uh, happy anniversary again. I'll let you guys get on with the show and uh, keep rocking me. Mendo, thanks for the call. You rock out. I'm right on, brother. You too. Take care. Uh, phone lines are open four three two three eighty nine three. I just want to hey people. Uh, people love my list. For all you people, for you Brad, who for the naysayers for knocked me for being too isolated with my list. <laughs> just want to say I connected. Apparently, people. your top five movies are all animation. I'm just saying. All right. Um, <laughs> apparently, you need to get the memo what the show was about. All right, no problem. Uh, my top five. All right. Um, one was mentioned beforehand. My favorite movie of all time is Pulp Fiction. I love Pulp Fiction. Uh, dialogue, acting, everything's great. Alex, good job picking that mm-hmm. one up. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say, I would argue, best movie of the 90s. I love that film. I would agree with you, um, I think. i got to throw in a Hitchcock, and it's my choice is Rear Window. I think it's a brilliant film. Uh, I love his work with Jimmy Stewart, uh, uh, turning his nice guy, Frank Capra image on its ear. <laughs> Rear Window is a great movie. Uh, probably the only film which you'll ever say, wow, the set design was awesome. And it's amazing how that movie is set up the small neighborhood that it creates, it's brilliant. Um, another one for me, uh, you know, I gotta throw out, you know, the Reverend, and uh, Andy, I've already mentioned it, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
uh, the Indiana Jones films. I grew up on, cut my teeth on those. I love those as a kid. That's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Just a throw in and let play. Um, another film I love. Uh, we haven't mentioned it. Speaking of comedies, if you want to know comedies, this is when you have to check out. And comedies and post-apocalyptic, you know, thrillers. Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Lo- uh, Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Uh, I love Doctor Strange Love. Peter Sellers' performance in that uh, as three separate characters: Mandrake, Doctor Strange Love, and the President. Brilliant. Um, Great stuff. That movie cracks me up, and I love that. I just, I just love how the movie's made. Kubrick. You can't have a top five list without some Kubrick. And for myself. You cannot have a top five list without Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I was going to uh, say, where but, does that come? But, but of the Star Wars, then I have to pick one to slide it in there. Empire Strikes Back is the best, yeah. hands down. Star Wars, you know, Episode Four, New Hope, whatever Lucas is calling that now. And I would like to also once again mention how George Lucas is ruining my childhood <laughs> with his you know special edition bullshit and you know delaying the DVDs and everything else. And the prequels are, are hurting me. Go back to the originals. Empire Strikes Back, the second movie, great film. Uh, the original Star Wars is awesome, but Empire tone, everything, brilliant. You know, you know what's interesting about Empire Strikes Back is uh, <coughs> like people who aren't like huge nerds when they hear that that's your favorite Star Wars movie are like, oh, that's kind of weird. But like everyone I talk to who is a dork is like, yes, Empire is the best one. And I'll let you, you know, know Reverend. Yeah, I am a dork. And I'm dork. I'm a dork. Too. I am I a dork. Movie. I'm a complete nerd. So that's my top five list. Got other great ones. Another one I like to throw out is uh, if I got to talk about sci-fi, uh, Blade Runner. Another Harrison Ford vehicle. I love. Blade Runner. We got a caller on the line. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing great. Good. I, uh, well, I must say my list uh, mimics a good deal of what I just heard because I was wondering why no one had mentioned any Hitchcock up to that point. Rear Window is one of mine on the uh, on the top five list. Uh, I personally think it is the best he ever did. You could build a whole top, top five list just of Hitchcock if you wanted to. Oh, right. definitely. Um, also, Dr. Strangelove is on my list. Brilliant. As well. Um, and I have an Akira. Uh, Akira, thank you. Oh, man. Seven Samurai. Um, I've, uh, I've always loved that picture. As soon as I finished my top five list, I wanted to punch myself for not mentioning Seven Samurai. <laughs> thank you very much well, for putting it out there. The people have to know that movie's awesome. It is, a, it, it, it is, it is an amazing picture. And then, and then when you see The Magnificent Seven, which is a good movie, um, it, it just is so... It is so black and white compared to Seven Samurai, which is actually in black and white, but it is, but it is a magnificent picture. Um, my other two favorites, my favorite movie of all time is On the Waterfront. Okay. Nice. Mm. Yeah. And, Very and, powerful. And, and, then I, and what I still think is the greatest comedy ever made, Duck Soup. Hmm. Duck Soup. Yeah. Nice. Mark with the Marx Brothers. Right. Yes. Excellent choice. So. So thank you very much for giving us a call. Well, you're more than welcome. Enjoy you, the show. You have an excellent list. Thank you a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Uh, second anniversary show, phone lines open, 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. But right now, I mentioned that second video to go gift card that I'm giving away. <laughs> Give one out right now. Caller number one, 432-3893. Give us a call. Caller number one will pick up a gift card to video to go uh, where you can hang out with the Reverend Andy and Alex. So that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Just want to stop in, get some great movies, and uh, just hang out and chat with the crew of the Impact Movie Chat. There you go is the place. Give us a call, 432-3893. Talk about your top five movies, your top five directors. Give us a call. Let us know. All right. Any other ones that we've somehow missed? 
that should be that are worthy of a top five. Stick to five. <laughs> we, oh, this is from That's a person a who other show. this is a person who creates a five, creates three, and then two to go on. Well, like, I'm just, oh, I'll just move these in. No, I agree. You could you could come up with tons. Right. But I'm just like True. that's going to go on forever. Yes, yeah, yes, we yes, haven't even got to All right, yet. all right. Give me your favorite director. Okay, give, give me two directors. Two? Two directors. Oh, we're cutting it down we're to cutting two. We're cutting it to two. I cut to two. I we're running out, two? We're wow. running out of show in okay. the anniversary wow. here. So two okay. directors. You only get two. Who do you take? Reverend. Brad, you're hurting me, but um, cutting it down to Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Stays on, who did 2001. And, oh, why does it hurt? Um, David Lynch. David Lynch is definitely a favorite Excellent of mine. choice. Yeah. Excellent choice. Doubter? Uh, Got to go with Martin Scorsese, I guess. <laughs> Looking at his movies is like looking at like a, a greatest hits collection of American films. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so that awesome. One. Yeah. Um, and uh, David Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. If you had to pare it down to two, those are the two, huh? Cool. I guess so, yeah. I those mean, are the, tight. The five yeah. is a little Those, are, those are two awesome. excellent choices. Yeah. 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 Those are well done. Well, what's your two? Oh, oh so, the, yeah. All right. Well... My my favorite director is Francois Truffaut, who is I think arguably the most influential director of in the history of oh in the history of oh gosh from 1960s forward. Without Truffaut, I'm going to trump Alex and say without Truffaut there'd be no Martin Scorsese, or Martin Scorsese would be very different. Okay, and that's the <laughs> um, and if I had to choose just one other one, damn. Gosh, he's really broken up about this. I yes, know, he's upset because I have. I have. I think we all are. <laughs> I have my five. Two. <laughs> I have my five. Oh, okay, if I had to choose just one, Peter Weir, nice. the, the Australian Peter director. Yep. Yeah, nice choice. He hasn't. I mean, he's rarely done me wrong. There's only maybe one or two of his films out of the dozen dozen or so films that he's made that I haven't liked. So excellent. And Noah, you got two directors. Okay. Rock you well, I, I wanted to go with, uh, I think it's pronounced it, uh, Hayao uh, Miyazaki, who, Miyazaki, who directed Princess, Spirit, Spirit, uh, Princess Mononoke yeah. and Spirit Away. Which, which was too. also written by Neil Gaiman, which I come to find out they're making, they're finally making Good Omens into a movie, which is a fabulous book that him and oh, Terry right. Pratchett writ, writ, wrote. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go, uh, keeping with my little animation thing, John Lasseter. <laughs> who directed Toy Story uh, 1 and 2, Bugs Life, and some other ones. Um, and then I wanted to go on the other side of the ocean, and then I'm going to go with uh, Nick Parr, wow. who uh, did uh, Wallace and Gromit and all their antics. Wow. So, there you go. So the host of Sirisman comes on my show and takes three, not two. <laughs> Can I get one more? Man. Nope. Yes, I want one more. I snuck mine in there. Roman Polanski. Oh, good. Polanski awesome. done. That's, no, you're all cheaters. Uh, is what you are? I'm, I'm sticking to the rules. He's sticking to the rules. I'm going to take two. That's how you reference. Now, some would say, <laughs> I, I'm going to leave off Spielberg. I'm going to leave off uh, Tarantino. I'm taking two. And uh, they're both not from this country, which makes them even rock even harder. Kurosawa and Hitchcock. Uh, few directors have done so much for the language of cinema, for making films that show you how to uh, convey space and time, how to create a story uh, to a degree. I would say Truffaut mm-hmm. learned what he learned from Hitchcock. So, right. It's, you know, masters of... So now you just trumped me. A double yes. trump. <laughs> double trump. But Kurosawa also... But these guys also made films that were entertaining, beautiful, character-driven, wonderful stories. So Akira Kurosawa and Alfred Hitchcock, those are my two. You know, I love American directors and some of the contemporary stuff going on. But if you want to see a good movie in the theater, 
You should have been alive in 1955. That's all, <laughs> all you needed to see some good stuff. So, Kurosawa Hitchcock, give us a call, 432-3893. It's the second anniversary show of the Impact Movie Chat. We're rocking you out with the top five list. Give us a call. And once again, later on, we're giving away a coffee date with the Reverend. That coffee date uh, includes you know an hour with the Reverend. Pick his brain. Coffee or tea, whatever you like to drink. And... A chance to be on the show. We're going to give that away in just a little bit, but give us a call right now, 432-3893, with your top five movies of all time. Yeah, that's great. That's what mm-hmm. you, that's all you have to do. Yeah. And I also want to remind you, we have a message board, so if anything gets left out, go into our message board. It's at the Impact website, impact89fm.org. It's the website. Look up message board. You will find it there, the Impact Movie Chat, to rock you out. Go on that. Leave your message. It's the best you can possibly find. And also, you can check out Sitter Spin. You can. They're message boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sir Spin is when, Noah? Every Sunday, starting at 8 p.m. And it rocks you out for two consecutive hours. One more show. This is this week is the, the farewell my, yeah. for Noah. The show goes on. No, I, the show continues, but not you. And I, it brings a tear to my eye that you're not going to be on anymore. I'm just going to leave it at that. You lasted longer than I did, so yes. you win. I'm rocking out harder than everyone. <laughs> okay, maybe not. All right. <laughs> four three two three nine three. We have a call on the line. Call, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? How's it going? Doing great. You have a top five list? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, first <coughs> off, congratulations, guys, for two years. Uh, Thank you. Sure. I know you guys are a fixture in what I listen to and my entertainment on Thursday. Uh, right after Simpsons, I got run up there from my radio on. So <laughs> Sounds like a plan. We're going to keep on rocking for many years to come. All right. Well, <laughs> my top five has been kind of hard because I, I, I want to, like you said, to touch all bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comedy-wise and entertainment, uh, Ghostbusters. Nice. Okay. Um, the Crow is one of my all-time favorite movies, so I'm going to give that the comic book one, but I would, I would say the first Batman, too. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, like, somebody said Superman earlier, and I was thinking about it, and that would be it. Like, that's a staple of my childhood, and, you know, it it, it made you believe a man can fly, you know. Mm-hmm. You will believe it. That was the, that was the tagline to the movie. You will believe yeah. a man can fly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just giving into it, but uh, uh, maybe the first Nightmare on Elm Street yep. because uh, you know we got uh, we got Johnny Depp for the first time. Plus, uh, I like the whole. It was a different type of thing with horror. Pre twenty one Jump Street, Johnny Depp, excellent. Yeah. Getting eaten by a bed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and jeez, uh, I had one in my head. I don't know. I, I'm. Um, there's so many newer movies I like, but there's so many good old movies that I feel like you can't even put them up there with them, you know? Star Wars. Oh, of course, Star Wars. There you go. Go. There's, there's your list. <laughs> Remember oh, helping you out. Nice football. The funny, thing, the funny thing about that is Empire Strikes Back, for one, I am a dork. Oh, yeah. As a, as a kid, I like re- I like Jedi more. Yeah. I was having a every, every kid loves Jedi. Yeah. yeah I, think it was, I think it's the Ewoks. Yep. Yeah. Every kid loves the Ewoks, and then you grow up and you become cynical and realize the Ewoks suck. Yeah. And I'll tell you what else it is too. In Empire Strikes Back, it's not a happy ending, right? So That's as a kid, you're thrown off, like, okay, this is bad. And as, when you're a kid, we're Jedi, it's like if all ends, there's a song and dance, you know. <laughs> yep. and there literally like, is a song and a dance. <laughs> yeah. When you get older, you realize you don't need that to have a good ending, and like you, you get more out of uh, Empire, I guess. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. With age comes wisdom. Right. Those are some of my choices, and I just want to call and say what's up to you guys. Well, thanks for giving us a call. No problem. All have right, take night, care. Yeah. All right, we have one other caller on the line. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? Hey, this is Dylan. Dylan, how you doing? What's up? Pretty good. 
Uh, I just wanted to mention uh, two actor-directors from early in cinema that I think are uh, great for being stuck in a desert island. Okay. Uh, I think, you know, Hitchcock would probably freak me out. Same with Kubrick. So, uh, <laughs> instead, uh, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. Ooh, okay. Uh, so you're actually stuck on the island with the directors. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Because you can watch their movies backwards and they're still funny. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're really very funny. Is it going to be kind of hard to talk to Charlie Chaplin? That's true. Because there's no young <laughs> girls. He's really that depressed. Thing. Either that or he's a dictator, so, you know. Yeah. Right, right. It'd be hard to deal with. But. All right. Those are good choices. Excellent choices, Dylan. And then if uh, you had to bring a director back to make some more films, I think uh, Sergei Eisenstein, because he kind of got screwed over by Stalin. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, who didn't? Right. <laughs> right. There's, there's no one in the Soviet Union who was like, you know, I got a pretty good shake from uh, Stalin. He let me, he let me do my thing. Right. It was good. Yeah. But excellent, excellent choices, Dylan. All right. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right. We're wrapping up the anniversary show here. Second anniversary, two years. Who could believe that we would last two years? Honestly, didn't think we'd make it last through that first summer, right, Reverend? <laughs> Absolutely. We started on the exposure as a little segment, a little taste of the movie chat. And then finally, they took off the train wheels. Let's have a, a live hour, finals week of 2002. We've been rocking ever since. But honestly, through that first summer, I never thought we'd make it. Look at us now. We're like Mary Tyler Moore. We're doing it all in the big city. <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to do a special contest right now. Caller 3. Now, don't, don't start calling right now. Okay, caller 3 to 432-393. Once I say go, we'll pick <laughs> up a coffee day with the Reverend, courtesy of myself. And just myself. This is it's a it's a coffee date. You know, it's to any of the coffee bars in town. Drink whatever you want. I'll buy I'll buy you a drink, and you have one hour with the Reverend. Then you can come on the show and rock us out on the Impact Movie Chat. Tell us about how your day was with the Reverend. Well, your hour was was with the Reverend. Give us a call four three two three eighty nine three. Once again, four three two three eight nine three. Third caller, you pick up that coffee date. You get to be on the show. Four three two three eighty nine three. The Reverend's looking a little strange. It's a lot of pressure on your Reverend. You gotta entertain. I know. It's, you know they're gonna they're they're gonna come in. You gotta give them the jazz hands and the high kicks and right. You know, dance monkey dance. <laughs> right. You gotta be entertained for an hour and then they can be on the show. You excited? Oh uh, yeah, sure. For those who don't know the Reverend personally, uh, or in any other way. Professionally. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I know a lot of ladies out there are fans of Tim Robbins. And, uh, <laughs> there is kind of a resemblance between the two, those two. But this there doesn't is. have to. This doesn't necessarily have to go to a, uh, if, a female. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, and I will say there are no, there are no dating uh, romantic implications of this. Right. This is hot beverages. And movie talk, right? For an hour, that's what we're giving away. I think I put myself in the category of like the non-creepy movie nerds too. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm, I am a movie nerd, but I, not I creepy. Know. There is a sexy quality to you. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> it was, a quality. It's, it's a quality, not multiple things. Just one little thing. Four three two three eight nine three. We're giving that away, and hopefully, we'll talk to that caller and uh, give the Reverend a little taste of who they are, so we'll know. But you'll listen to the uh, Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM. The Impact. We have a message board at the Impact website, impact89fm.org. Go to message boards, look us up, fill out you know whatever the, the information you need to fill out, and get on there. We're doing our top five directors, top five films. Go on there, put it online. It's been great. For those of you that are graduating this week, congratulations. For those of you that finally finished your finals and moved out of the dorms, Good luck with the summer. We'll see you in the fall. Uh, wanted to tell you, stick around. The basement is up next. It's the best in local music. Video pick of the week. I decided we will do a video pick of the week. All right. 
We're going to pull out a movie. And I mentioned it earlier. I mentioned this film. We talked about it. The Third Man is the video pick of the week. Here's the way. This is the reason we're going with it. Of like classic movies, I think it gets overlooked to a degree. Mm-hmm. But I recently saw it. And that movie is tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Cotton, Orson Welles. Uh, it's the Third Man, Kill Reed's film. Brilliant look at post-war Vienna, post-World War II. Comedy. It's got great humor. It's got action. It's got adventure. It's got mystery. Uh, and it's got one of the most indelible characters of all time, Harry Lyme, uh, with played by Orson Welles. And I'll tell you, you may not know what the zither is, but after you watch The Third Man... <laughs> you will know. You will know. And not only will you know, but you will have been rocked out by a zither. The score uh, by uh, an Eastern European, whose name escapes me, uh, done all on the zither. Beautiful music. Probably one of the best scores of all time. And I'm upset that last week I forgot to put it on the list for best scores, so I'm going to do it a week later. But the video pick of the week, The Third Man, you may have heard of it. Few, you know, unfortunately I don't think it's seen as much as it needs to be. This is a brilliant classic film. Should be anybody's, everyone's top five. And I'm upset with myself that it wasn't on mine today. So, your video pick of the week is The Third Man. All right, fellas. (laughs) That's two years. Yeah. Two years in the making, bringing us to this point. It's been brilliant. Let's take one final call. All right? Sounds good. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, gentlemen. Um, I just wanted to give you my top five real quick. Top five uh, very quickly. Someone said that uh, you can't have a list without Kubrick, so I'll throw out The Shining real quick. Cool. Um, cool. I'm going to go to Edward Scissorhands next, um, which will give me or lead me to the best director, and I absolutely love Tim Burton's movies. No one uses the assembly line better than Tim Burton. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. It does in my head. And <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, because nobody screams better than uh, Gene. Gene Wilder. <laughs> Gene Wilder's got a great scream. Yes, I love his scream. Um, Royal Tannenbaums, I know that's a little... It hasn't been out that long, but once again... I it's alright to put a new one on. Great choice. Um, and even more recently is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. thought it was a brilliant movie. Loved the uh, score. Loved all the actors, even though Jim Carrey was in it. And um, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Thanks Excellent choices. Thanks for uh, dropping us a line. Awesome, thanks. Take care. Noah just saw Eternal Sunshine over the weekend. Loved it. Alex and I are the biggest fans of it. We think it's the best movie of the year so far. Well, let's wait and see. You'll have to tune in to the Impact Movie Chat throughout the year to find out what the top movies are. Once again, go to our message board. Okay, gentlemen, that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> Two years. We've rocked you out hard, and hopefully we'll continue to rock you out for many years to come here on the Impact. Or I mind you, stick around. The basement is up next for Alex, the Reverend. Andy, Noah, and our engineer, Nat. I'm Brad Brooks. Thank you very much for joining you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.